So Donald Trump tweeted out the other day that he thinks that he's going to be arrested, right, by Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA. And all of a sudden, this, and, and according to design, really, the, all of this is being spun into some sort of political prosecution, which really is confounding because you've got Trump breaking the law. It's pretty black and white. And I've seen people like uh, Representative Matt Gates say, hey, he didn't break the law. He used his own personal money. Most campaign finance situations involved other people's money, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He broke the law at the end of the day. And then he gets held accountable, and then it's a political prosecution. So what the Republicans are doing with all of this, folks, is they're creating this super special permission structure around Donald Trump, as we know, to allow him to do anything that he wants to do. Anything that's wrong that Donald Trump does, it's okay. It, just don't, don't pay any mind. Don't, you know, don't look at that. Don't look at that. We'll just say it's political prosecution, right? And this is happening the whole time where everybody can agree on this, where we've always said that the, the rich just get away with whatever they want, the powerful get away with whatever the hell they want. <laughs> they get away with murder. And then you've got a situation where Donald Trump is doing just that, and it becomes a political prosecution. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Justice is blind unless Donald Trump is involved. So let's take a look at this. So we've got the tweet that he sent out. Our nation is now third world and dying. The American dream is dead. That's all I need to hear. So because of what's happening to him, he's taking his ball and going home. You know, America isn't the place that I thought it was. America is dead. The American dream is dead because it's not working for me, Donald Trump says. I mean, it's insane. It's insane, but I mean, this is the way I see it. And I try to be looking at this through an apolitical lens. And it's, it's so patently obvious to me that the man has just taken his American dream ball and going home. And um, then you've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, folks. You know, you can always count on her for something. Here's what she said. Real America sees Washington, D.C. as the enemy. And if they indict President Trump on fake charges to go after him to try to stop the the movement that they cannot stop he is going to win 2024 in a landslide victory and i don't think so marjorie taylor green we've talked about this you can't win the election with pure maga and the the stuff that donald trump is doing and being finally held accountable for is not going to get him enough crossover votes to push him over the finish line it's going to be a 2020 rewind, Marjorie. And, uh, folks, it's it's just kind of like uh, these Republicans. You know, it's like I, I talked about Donald Trump taking his ball and going home. You know, the next thing that we're going to see is something like this, this the self-immolation. Now, this is an Iowa mother whose son is a wrestler in Iowa. His name is Spencer Lee, and she's so mad, just to illustrate self-immolation, she's so mad that he lost that she destroyed her glasses and look at her she's crying i mean this is the re- the republican you know self-immolation just i can't stand my glass oh she throws them down and look at the lady behind her oh oh dear so what's next self-immolation i mean are republicans going to start breaking their glasses and stamping on them uh, i mean I, I looked at a video this morning of the boats around mar-a-lago Trust the plan. 
you know, this big banner that was almost as big as the boat, you know, flying around. These people are nuts for the wrong reasons, you know, and, and that's the sad, terribly sad part about it. But have a listen to this. So in that clip that I saw that uh, that boat was kind of floating around behind Mar-a-Lago, trust the plan, Garrett Hake was on the intercoastal side. You know, they always want to broadcast right near uh, Mar-a-Lago. But he had this to say, which I thought was pretty interesting, folks. Have a listen to this. But what we've seen going on in kind of the MAGA media sphere here is an effort by Trump's allies to really take note and amplify who is backing up the former president in this moment and who is not. His campaign and his allies have been very uh, sort of aggressive in noting the silence from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, whose you know, lack of comment on this may well be prudent. If Trump were to be indicted and were to fight extradition, it would come down to Ron DeSantis to get him from Florida to New York. But so far, this DeSantis has said nothing, and Trump and his allies believe they can weaken him with the Republican base by pointing out that he's one of the few mainstream Republicans now who have not come to the former president's political defense in this moment. And really, just- <laughs> Well, folks, I think that um, the sad part of it is here, the sad part of it is that old Mr. Ron DeSantis here is in a no-win situation. Okay, if you look at this as a chess game, which politics is every bit of a chess game. Did you hear what uh, Garrick said when he said that if Donald Trump were to fight extradition, it would come down to Ron DeSantis? So what you mean by that is that the, the lack of Ron DeSantis to say anything here in terms of, you know, this is a witch hunt, you know, blah, blah, blah. Is Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, seen as a justice enabler if he's not willing to fight the extradition for Donald Trump? Is he seen as part of the problem? I think so. Because the MAGA people are really upset, and they're going to be looking to Ron DeSantis. Why don't you fight this extradition? Why don't you come out and say that he did nothing wrong? And Governor DeSantis is sort of in a tough spot here because if he says... Okay, yeah, you know, it's a witch hunt, and uh, they did some, he, he didn't do anything wrong here. Then he's actually helping Donald Trump, which he doesn't want to do because he's running for president. And if he doesn't say that and come out and actually fight the extradition, say, I'm willing to fight the extradition here, you know, not to send Donald Trump to Manhattan, I'm, I'm willing to put my foot down here. Um, he's seen as a justice enabler. So, I mean, this is really a checkmate here for old Governor Ron DeSantis here. Uh, he can't say anything positive about Trump because it hurts him, obviously, in uh, the upcoming uh, race that he wants to be president in. And he can't say anything negative because it fractu- fractures the MAGA support. So he's in a no-win situation here, folks. And and this is part of the drama that unfolds when you've got somebody as strong as Donald Trump that's running, and, and in the same state, you've got run Governor Ron DeSantis. So, as I said, um, you know, this is, this is great to see it all play out because it doesn't help any of them, no matter what way you spin it. And I think that Donald Trump's legal woes are going to prevent him from getting that crossover vote that he needs to win. So ultimately, as in 2020, folks, I think we're looking at 
another losing situation for Donald Trump should he clinch the nomination. We'll just watch it unfold next time, folks. <laughs>